Am I starting with the joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, why are drafts next so long? Anyone? Anyone? Why? Because they can't stand the smell of their feet. Maybe I should get a longer neck. <laughs> all right. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, all four of your main hosts are here today. Jason, Zach, Carter, and Davis. Also joined with our ag correspondent, Art. Uh, yeah. So, to start us off, um, Art, do you, you got some stuff you want to say about Mike Bloomberg. Zach, do you want to kind of lead us into that a, l- a little? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, okay. So, uh, I don't know what, maybe it was a town hall or something, but Mike Bloomberg was talking about... Uh, the future of like the economy and people working in technology and stuff. And then went on to just kind of bash farmers. Uh, the quote from this little video is, uh, I can teach anyone how to farm one, dig a hole two, put a seed in it. Uh, three, put dirt on top four, add water five up comes the corn. Uh, went on to say that the <laughs> skills needed to work in technology require more gray matter. Uh, So basically implying farmers are dumb and they don't have the capability to work in technology. Um, uh, I don't know. While while Dylan's getting his thoughts together, I mean, I've got a couple things. It just is dumb how you you do. (laughs) It's just dumb how you can alienate an entire block of voters. Um, with these things and he's he gets he's gonna get away with it he has gotten away with it it's just dumb it's like that guy that was on cnn a couple weeks ago making fun of uh conservatives for not knowing where for probably not knowing they don't even have evidence that the people they were talking about don't know where iran is on a map and don lemon thought that was just the funniest shit he ever heard so i don't know maybe we should have led with a gay joke because that was pretty funny see don lemon get all embarrassed Good idea. Good idea. So, Dylan, what are your thoughts on uh, Mike Bloomberg calling farmers dumb? Yeah, let them have it, Art. Well, I mean, I've met a few farmers that are dumb, but in the modern day world, all of our, like, we, all of everything that we use has technology within it. Like, we go to classes all the time to learn about the new upcoming strategies of the farm. Like uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's the 19th, yes. Tomorrow there's a class here at the local John Deere uh, dealership, the local John Deere dealership talking about teaching people how to use the GPS and their swathers that are coming out and they're rebuilding these GPSs so you can put them back in your swather so then you can be so that you don't overlap your lines and you can be more resourceful and less spend less money in diesel fuel getting the haul the hay you can out of your field. That's pretty cool. So it tells you like where you've already gone across. So you can like, like map basically it. You get a, 
like the way I understand it, because I don't ever run the swather because I don't do much haying because that's not my job. But the way I understand it is you get in the swath, you drive to the field, then you go and once you start your row, you turn on your GPS, it follows it, and then you turn around and go back down to do your next row, and your GPS takes it away and makes it go straight, right, following your last cut. So you, so you do less overlapping and less, like you save more time and you use less diesel going through the fields. Wow. Spoken as a true ad uh, correspondent. As he says, all you have to do is throw a couple seeds in the ground. It takes more than that. You got to fertilize the ground. You got to fill it up. <laughs> you tell him, Art. Hell yeah. Okay. But you got like, there's a lot more process to what he said. Like, that's for, that's like, People that have their little community gardens, that's what they do in town. But if you actually want a good crop, you need to put more time into it to get to get a better outcome, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it takes strategy, too. You got to know what time of the year you're going to plant. You got to be ready to compensate for weather, too, because a good hailstorm will take out a majority of your crop, right? Yeah, like this last year, every year we usually plant a two fields of hay barley so we can cut it and then feed it because it has high protein. We feed it to our bull, our bull, our yearling bulls that come up to sale in March. But this last year, we didn't end up making it to the field to till it. Like we tilled it up a few times, dished it up, and then, uh, but once we got dished up, it started raining, and then our field is right along the creek bottom. And luckily, we didn't put any seeds in the ground yet because that whole field was underwater. So it like you gotta know like it's a certain timing of the year that you plant. And if you go too early, then you're gonna flood out your field. If you go too late, then you're just gonna have seeds out there dried up because there's no water to them. And it's all about the process. I trust the well, process. And from my standpoint, it looked like Mike Bloomberg made it seem like, oh, it's just four easy steps and then you do nothing. Farmers and ranchers are out there every day working their ass off. They don't <laughs> they don't have like weekends off. They're oh, always oh, working. Oh. Am I Am I wrong? Hey, Jacek, knock off your bullshit, okay? <laughs> Fuck you, I'm trying to be professional here. Farmers, farmers work real hard during the growing season and the harvest season and in between. But then they get their winter break, and they all go do their fun stuff and everything. Ranchers, on the other hand, we're out there every damn day, no matter the weather, and it sucks. So I wish I was a farmer some days. But other than that, I'd rather look at cattle than look at plants. But yes, we do put in a lot more work. Usually in the summertime when I'm out, hey, when I'm out in the swath, I'm not in the swather because I don't swath. When I'm out in the baler, I my average day is about 14 hours. 
So I put in a lot of time when we're doing all of our harvesting and farming stuff on our ranch. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably worth noting. Well, okay. So let's be honest. Mike Bloomberg straight up called farmers dumb. But I think what he was trying to get at was that it's two different skill sets. Working the land, knowing how to farm, and then working in technology are two completely different things. But what gets me is just the way that he goes about trying to say that, you know, and then gets away with it. Could you imagine if Trump called farmers dumb like that? You'd never hear the end of it. And then it'd be on the news for weeks. Trump calls farmers dumb. Mike Bloomberg gets away with it. Biden gets away with snapping at people at his rallies, calling them straight up liars and dumbasses. Like, uh, it's just Biden these people is make a me crazy sick. old fucker, dude. Yeah, it just makes me sick that he gets away. He gets a free pass. Yeah. Biden's crazy. Yeah. Bernie's crazy. Some of Biden's outbursts have just been hilarious because he's he's just like an eighty year old man yelling at people. Yeah. <laughs> Jacek, you look like uh, you're pretty antsy want to say something. I don't have enough knowledge about this, so I ain't going to say much. <laughs> Come on, you got to have something in your well, noggin. Do, do you, how much technology do you use out in the gas fields? Well, a surprising amount. Onward? Anything from like from <clears throat> the technology that we have in our pickups to track us and um, track our vehicles and what our vehicles are doing to keep us safe and the speeding keep our our driving defensive. Speeding speeding is for sure one of them, but I mean we have GPS modules in our pickups that can track the amount of G force we take on turns, the amount of G force we take on bumps. So it can help us become better drivers. That's just our pickups. When it comes to even measuring to the gas production and gas flow itself, <clears throat> everything from measuring the amount of gas that is actually being produced um, takes a lot of takes a lot of things that I don't even know because hey, it's not <laughs> my, it's not my job to at least he's honest. How- how gas is measured. I mean, you, you take into account to a lot of things I mean, from temperature to the well bore to the orifice size. But you use technology to record all of that, right? Everything is done on technology to record yeah. things. Everything goes into a database and a server that is just compiled in. It's like, I don't know. It's a fucking big ass teamwork is sitting fucking like imagine a bunch of little you guys remember that fucking SpongeBob episode where everybody's running around in his brain and it's all on fire? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it's fucking like. Everybody in there running around shit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But well, some most of our brains well, most days. Okay. The point I was trying to make is even like Jacek, a guy that, you know, didn't go to college, but like has a well-paying job, benefits, everything. What his type of job, 
really supports the economy of the entire country because it's energy, it's natural gas, it's what keeps shit going. He's still using technology all day long, right? All day, every day. Same, same with farmers and ranchers. If if they don't have the technology they have today and have to go back to the old tech techniques they used in the early 1900s, late 1800s, our whole economy would crash instantly. We wouldn't be able to feed the whole world. The population has grown so much, and we have to grow with our technology that we use for farming. <laughs> the technology we use for farming is helping feed this world, <laughs> even though half the world thinks that we're doing it dirty with our GMOs and pesticides and other crap. Or thinking that your cattle are destroying the climate. Yeah, my cattle's farts are killing the world, so... I see these posters up around campus, and they're trying to, like, get skiers to be more environmentally conscious. So it's a picture of, like... Yeah, it's a picture of a ski slope, and that says, your uh, uh, post-shred meal could be your last. And then it's talking about, like, changing our diets so that... (laughs) We're not eating beef after we go skiing. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah. you gotta replenish the protein. Skiing is a hard First thing workout. I if you're pushing your legs, pushing yourself, your legs get tired. You gotta eat the protein to replenish the muscle. First thing I do when I get into the lodge is buy a big double bacon cheeseburger. Right? Yeah, <laughs> or exactly. fucking chili or chili. chili. Put the chili on top of the double bacon cheeseburger. French fries. <laughs> yeah, a steak. Yeah. Should God, be on our ski trip, I treated on Cardinized ski trip. I we, treated uh, myself really good. I was eating treated damn ourselves. good every day. We spent so much money on food. Skiers could doing? save the world if they just stopped skiing and actually started working. <laughs> I only ski on yeah. the weekends. Yeah, it works. And it works. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. And guess Shut what? <laughs> the snowy mountain is my church. True. So, are we done with the Michael Bloomberg stuff, or does anyone have some more comments on that? Yeah, I got something to say. Vote Trump in November. There, that's all. Yeah. I hate Mike Bloomberg, man. He's anti-gun bastard. Any Mike. God. Just get out of here. Get out of here, man. So, uh, I forgot to kind of start off this episode with the elephant in the room we haven't heard from jasic since fucking november so uh (laughs) do you want to maybe update us on what it is jasic axman has been up to has it really been since november i think so holy we recorded like once (laughs) in december (laughs) anyways jasic what have you been up to, man? Oh, since November? <laughs> You're asking <laughs> well, in November a lot. The, since the audience has heard from you last. I guess I've just been up to life, you know, just uh, yeah. working and... Wow. <laughs> working and... When I'm not at work, I'm... Trying to do something, you know, outside. That's what I like to do, of course. And I guess in December we had a 
we had a good, I wouldn't call it a coal, but I had a bunch of buddies come out to the ranch and we got a bunch of does killed. It was good, good management. Um, there's still so many out there though. It needs, needs to happen more, more effectively. Huh, Davis? So <laughs> each by 20 tags next year. Well, I, what Jason's hitting that a little bit is that, uh, my doe hunt with Jasic was a little bit of a shit show, but a little bit. I I guess we have we not talked about that yet. Yeah, right. yeah, I think yeah we did. we did. That was the last we talked time Jasic was on. Yeah, that I shot does, but we, we didn't talk about the actual hunt, did we? Yeah, we no. did. Yeah, you scoped yourself, didn't you? No, no, that was no. Bella. Yeah, that was oh. there. Yeah. Bella did that. No, no, I don't think I thought, we talked about the actual we hunt. We just no. said I shot does. No. Well, okay, so well, I don't know. Why let's was a show let's hear Jasic's point of view because oh. I, I, I already said my gun needed to be sighted in a little bit better. Then you should have sighted it in. <laughs> yeah, and that's what? on me, but it got the job done. So, Jason, go ahead and. So the first thing I always ask someone before we go hunting is if, you know, they shoot their gun, they sighted in. and You did look. not ask me that. Though. I, I thought I did. Up and went. Maybe it's he just started the, asking after you. Probably, but. After my eighth shot, he probably was like, dude, when the fuck was the last time you shot this thing? So I, I, they come out, I pick them up, head up, find a few does, and we start our stock, and. We stalk into probably what was it, 180 yards, something like that, to doe. Yeah, it was close to 200. I don't know if it was exactly 200 though. Ah. Uh, anyways, and they're like, okay, we we lay down in this irrigation ditch, and we have Earl not yet behind us videotaping. That's the best part about this whole thing. And okay, I'm like, all right, Davis, go ahead. It's you're ready to go, you know. And you just it's like it's World War II fucking started. <laughs> he, couldn't, he could not hit the broadside of a barn until he finally did. He put one doe down, and then they started running, and he put another doe down finally. I don't know. He had to reload, actually completely reload. <laughs> Earl had to run back up to the truck to grab his backpack with his bullets in it. <laughs> it was a complete shit show reload again i'm like okay his gun's not sighted in so the one the one doe is 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 fatally wounded not dead yet so we we run up to her the the put her out and i'm like all right we're about 50 yards can you can you get it from here and he goes yeah and he does thank god <laughs> like okay better go check on this other one and it was also fatally wounded. And I say fatally wounded with a grain of salt. It was going to die. It was going to die eventually within a time frame of hours to days. Oh, whoa, hey, whoa, uh, hey. But, Maybe uh, it was going to die between one and three hours. Where'd you hit it at? I hit it in the... God. Where did I hit that second one? The first one I... Hit just a little low, but I nicked the lungs. I the think that's, one, that second one, I think you hit good. I think you hit good. It's just taking a minute. Yeah, fuck it. I, I, one of them I hit good, but it was taking a while. It was that, I can't remember second, if that was the first one or second one. 
Definitely the second. But uh, I'm like, okay, and then walk down the other one and put another bullet in that one, you know, just get it over with. And here, here's actually the true best part. We call Davis's new nickname is the butcher. Okay. So we get him, we get him pulled together and, uh, like, okay, Davis, you start, start getting to work on him. It was probably the most miserable <laughs> operation I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so I, I, th- I thought Derek was bad. I thought Derek was bad, but this was, I almost, I started feeling bad. I wanted to help, but I just, I just let him. <laughs> no, he just sat there and laughed. Okay. So I've never claimed to being the best animal gutter ever. I've never said I'm good at it. I've never said I'm okay at it. I just get the fucker done. It might not look good, but by the end of it, it's, it's, it's done enough enough <laughs> it was pretty bad because the trachea well, and the heart might be up well, there still but it's good enough i have a weak stomach anyway and so when i'm gutting i'm already gagging anyways on a clean shot one of the shots was in the stomach or liver one of them far back. I probably smelled bad. and it was fucking nasty there's shit everywhere and so I was just trying to make it through without throwing up. And I didn't throw up, which I was proud of myself. I will say one thing. I was, I got a Christmas list slash birthday list listed out for everyone. And Davis's was definitely sharper knives. That was one of his problems. I noticed right off. One, I, He fucking lost one. Then he had to go to his other one, which is just as dull. But half an hour later, they were both gut out. So we loaded them up and took them back, got them hung up. Uh, and we're like, hell, we still got, what, an hour and a half or so left of daylight? Two more oh, tags yeah, left. Yeah, easy. Hour and a half, maybe two hours. Two tags left between I had one, Davis had one more. And, uh, so like okay, I'll I'll try to get one with my bow. So we we drive up, drive back on the place, spot a few deer. This is this is kind of crazy because we we drove I don't know hundred yards from a from a few deer, and I just walked right out the truck, stayed behind a tree for well, a. Dozen. You you were driving the truck, and you we saw we had deer on our right and our left, and. Uh, the ones on the right were kind of down a little hill. So if Jacek would have gotten out, he was driving. If he would have gotten out on his side um, and moved around his truck, he could have had a shot at those. But he parked the truck in a way to where there was a big oak tree in God. between him and uh, these does on our left. And so he parked, got out, got his bow, and kept the tree in between him and the does and put a really nice stock. That was fun to watch. Sneaking up on him and finally pulled back and shot. I don't know what was going through your head during that. I just couldn't believe that it was working. 
(laughs) (laughs) This is actually going to work and creeped up to 33 yards and uh, ranged them, dialed in my 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 uh, sight and his dark magic sight on his bow. Ten ringer, dead within seconds with a bow. Yep, beautiful. And then the the last deer we shot with like twenty minutes minutes left in shooting light. Yeah. Hmm. I had, I had me and Davis. We spotted some up on the hillside, and we crept across the creek, across the little bridge on the creek, and laid down and just kind of waited. And they were all they were all hanging out in the brush and not wanting to come out in the open. And finally, I just got pissed off and like, okay, Davis, we'll just start walking at them. We'll start just walk at them. So we did, and they finally got out and. We threw down the backpack and Davis laid down and shot one. Perfect. Finally. Killed it. In seconds. It was a good shot. Yeah. Good shot, Davis. Yeah. And uh, we didn't even get up to that deer till dark. We had to use basically our headlights to see it. So. Off the truck. And I did gut. I got my last one in this one. and It was, it was all right. Yeah. Then we got him hung up and taken care of, and the rest is history. It was a fun day. It was fun. I'll give it that. It was a fun day. What about my does, Butch? Oh, yeah. Then we got Carter's hunt, what, like the next day or something? Two days later, yeah. Yeah. So Carter was on call for a deer hunt (coughs) and uh, called him up on his way to, uh, you're going to like a breakfast or something? I don't know. Probably. I, I don't remember what I was doing that morning. Because yeah, you just showed up in, like, clothes. Like, <laughs> that is true. There's maybe, like, a foot of snow on the ground in some places, a foot and a half. We were like, all right, we're just going to send it. Mm. Drove up on the county road overlooking the place and spotted a few. Drove back to a place that we'd be out of sight. We'd get out and stock up on them. We did, and I'm trying to remember exactly how the first one went. We saw a deer bedded down in the creek bottom, and we got above him and started walking towards him, trying to relocate him. And I don't know. We must have must have half ass busted one, and it there was one up on the hill. We were walking alongside yeah. the hill, and there yeah. were some does bedded down on the hill. And so then when we came walking, we were watching that one in the creek bed. But we spooked those does up on the hill, and I just got down on a knee and popped it. Yeah, he smoked. He smoked that one, the very first one. I think is like a hundred yards away, and it tumbled down the hill. But that shot spooked out the ones from the creek bottom, and we're like, "Oh shit!" There goes those ones, and we run back maybe fifty yards, and Carter gets on a get, lays prone and. <coughs> he- He's, he ten rings this other one. It was I was Carter knew my reaction. I I was impressed. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> this isn't a matter of like thirty seconds. I dropped that first one. And Jason's like shit. They're running. We run back a little ways. I turn around and I just get down and pop the second one. And Jason was just freaking out because I double lung that second one. 
and it was already pretty much at a sprint. And so then when I shot it, it was at a dead sprint across this big open field. And there was just a blood trail that was like a hundred feet long through the field. And you could see it from where we were at up on top of the hill. Nothing like shooting an animal on the run. <sighs> Exhilarating. <laughs> I've just never seen a bullet create that much of a blood trail just spraying. Regard. I mean, yeah, I was on the snow, but I was. I ain't never seen nothing like that. And I've, I've shot. I've seen a lot of deer shot and animal shot with rifle. And that was a first for me. I was. You must be using those military grade bullets or something. Incendiary rounds, dude. Yeah. Cooks the meat a little bit when it goes through. Mm-mm. Catch and cook. So. I don't know if you guys, if the microphone is picking it up or not, but there's some turkey sounds coming from our basement, like turkey calls. Are you hearing that? Yeah. Yeah, so the the guy that lives in our basement got picked up to do a hunting TV show, I guess. And, uh, like, legit, he's... They get to go on like four or five turkey hunts and film it and uh, send it. (coughs) Those videos will be online somewhere. I'll find that out, I guess, later. But if they do a good job, he'll get a show on the Sportsman's channel. So I don't know. He's been having like turkey sounds playing almost every night, (laughs) which is comforting. Comforting? uh... Yeah. Love the sound of turkeys. The guy living in your basement in your house in Laramie is going to be on the Sportsman channel? Perhaps, yeah. He has a shot at it. That's cute. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to try to get him on, hopefully, before the end of the semester. That's cute. Yeah. What? Everybody, (laughs) our friend Buffalo Hunter is insane. He drinks lemon juice. Straight. Straight out of the big... Lemon juice bottles. He's a fucking weirdo. You are a psychopath. Art. <laughs> um, did you uh, do any hunting this fall? I tagged a deer in November. Well, uh, how'd that go? Well, I told a pickup. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one, Art. That was a good one. Yeah, I tagged that out November. I tagged out in November, and I decided that that was it for hunting this this fall for me. I was over with the deer, and then got my new pickup right at the beginning of December. I was in the shop the whole month, basically getting fixed, and then middle of last month, I already tagged out for 2020. So. So, I forget, in Wyoming, can you keep the animal if you hit it? Because I, I know you so. can in Montana. I believe so in Wyoming. Yes, you, it, yeah, it, you, you can, but you have to get a tag. Yeah, Yeah, you have to get a carpus, carcass coupon. Yep. Did you keep either one of the animals? I, I, what I always do is I get out and make sure they have deceased and they're not suffering anymore. And then I huck them as far off the road as I can in anger. 
So, uh, do you keep a gun with you in case they're still alive so you can put it out of its misery? No comment. All right. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want people knowing if I have a gun with me. All right. Yeah. Well, Why not? It's legal to conceal carry in Wyoming. You don't need no yes, permit. I, yes, I know, but I want people knowing I have a gun with me at all times. Nobody knows who you are. Your art. Everybody knows who I am. Art, <laughs> you haven't even made up a last name for yourself yet. You're just art. I had one the other day and I forgot about it. <laughs> Damn. Forgot art forgets a lot. Well, Jason, did you do anything else in like December or have you gone anywhere, traveled anywhere? This kid turned 21 last week, two weeks ago, I guess, now. We celebrated it last Friday night. That was a, that was a good old riot in Sheridan County. Where'd you go? Well, we just we had my party at my parents' house, which is always a good time. We had family there and friends. Taught him a King's Cup. Yeah. Yeah, Cup. man. You look pissed when you had to blow out them candles and they're singing happy birthday to you. It was like fucking 10 days later was my birthday party. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. You're 10 days late. There's no point in this shit. <laughs> so, uh, did you hit the bars? Well, by the time by the time we left my parents' house, it was what midnight, one o'clock. It was midnight. We finally got a ride down. We got a ride down there, and we just we just went to the mint and bullshit okay. there for a while. And <laughs> Dylan had a good time. And we all had a good time. And Hit the shrimp tails real hard. <laughs> yeah, the shrimp tails. <laughs> well, uh. That was fun. Fun? Did you um When'd you get go when did you go get fuckered up with Jim? Old Jimbo. Well, that was uh I went and got went and had a good time with him on my birthday, Thursday of of the week before. And then I went again the next Thursday. And then we were drinking at their house on what Friday? Yes, yeah, Friday. Yeah. That so, day I slept. I got up at three thirty and started feeding my dad's cows, and we didn't go to bed that night until we didn't get home till a little after two. Then I was up till like three, Snapchatting people I shouldn't have. <laughs> so that was about twenty four hours of. Craziness for me. It was, well, I gotta settle down. Uh, Jacek, have you gone shed hunting at all? Because whitetails have lost their sheds, right? Yeah, pretty much all of them by now. Just about. Have you found any? Yeah. That's good. It was actually... We'll talk about shed hunting more on another episode. I just wanted to see if you've. Uh, gone out yet we yep. have to go shed hunting down here there's no, there's no fucking animals near laramie you can't find sheds down there boys it's yeah. hard found a few whitetail sheds already That's but then good. We, we got 
right right now you know the mule deer are starting to drop we got hit by a foot and a half of snow so we got mule deer sheds underneath snow and they're dropping as we speak so so mule deer sheds drop in february they'll start and actually i'm wrong i was i've i saw a mule deer who have shed in december but those are the freaks and and in January, those are the freaks, and usually an unhealthy deer will shed early, but usually they don't make it through the winter, is what I So whitetail shed in about December, right? They'll begin in mid December. And then mule deer will go anywhere between January and February. End of March. On average, usually beginning of February into March. And then what about elk? Well, there you know you always have those freaks that might shed in January and February, but on average they'll start shedding and probably they'll start after the 10th of March and begin shedding around there. That's in that's interesting how they don't they're they have different timings. That's yeah. It's odd. Thing but, yeah, do... we'll talk about that more in a, another episode. All right. Uh any final thoughts? We're already done. We're pretty close to it, yeah. We're about yeah. at 40 minutes, bud. Zach like, looks yeah. unpatient as hell. Just sitting there. He's got My ass hurts. <laughs> How's My your cougars? My ass is pretty comfy. Yeah. We, yeah, they are like sitting in recliners right now. Yeah. They look like a married old couple. Jacek had his hand over on Art's chair. Looked like he was trying to hold his hand or something. <laughs> yeah. This guy's going to burn for that. So, Zach, final thoughts? Uh, Trump 2020. You're just a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, Art? Got anything? Support your local ranchers and your Elks Club. Oh yeah, you're an Elks member. I fuck. I still need to become an Elks member. I'll do that over. Zach, did you get in? I'm in, but I'm not initiated yet. I think. Oh. He's gonna ride the goat when he comes back this summer. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jason, got anything? Come back to me. Oh, my. Awesome. God. I missed it. I missed it. Uh, why, Jason? Just have something to say. Throw Davis off for once. <laughs> yeah, catch me off guard, would you? Carter, you got anything? Well, uh, I don't really think I got much. Uh, if any of y'all want shirts or stickers, you can still hit us up. Check out our social media pages at 307rendezvous. Oh, that? Send that right here to me, Zach. That reminds me of something. J6 parents got oh, a, yeah. a rendezvous Those shirt. sons of bitches. They basically <laughs> stole our logo from us and made their own shirts. <laughs> I love it. And coffee mugs. Yeah, and a coffee mug. They made yeah, more merch than we have thought about on making. These things, Jim and Ann. <laughs> we need to do that over the summer. But yeah. All right, I have mine. Yeah. Okay.
Go. Curse you for giving away Healy. That's a good goddamn fishing hole. Healy? You don't say it's names on this podcast. You don't say names. <laughs> Healy Reservoir, you could have a thousand people on Healy and you're all getting a limit out for 10 days in a row. Darn you to heck. Well, I'm I'm glad you were on this episode. I, I hope you're on more episodes, Jasic. I missed you. Yeah, Jasic, figure it out. Hey, Butch, by the way, when are you coming down to Laramie to celebrate your birthday? TBA. He Two just years. doesn't want all our listeners to know so they don't overcrowd him in the bars. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wants yeah. to keep all the ladies off of him. Yep. Oh, Stay humble. Well, hell, get your ass down here, okay? Planning on it. Well, yeah. plan sooner. Trying. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll see you all next time on The Rendezvous.